0: Hello, everybody. My name is Lightstar, and you're listening to the Warrior Cats Deep Dive Podcast. Okay, so in this episode, I am uh, going to be doing uh, just like a kind of biography thing on Briarlight. This was requested by, uh, um, let me check. This was requested through the Google form. Uh that I sent out in my last episode asking for your help for episode names or for episode uh ideas. And this one was sent by Sweet Rose. Um and answer to your question at the end, I do like Wings of Fire. And I'm excited for the next book that's coming out. I think it might have already come out. Or it's coming out soon. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna do a little biography on Brightheart. Uh just my plan for the episode is to just tell a quick like I know I said biography, but I'm I'm gonna start with a quote, then go to a quick like mini biography uh other random facts, and then a summary of the chapter where Briar light dies um so yeah, but just like because I feel like i I got pretty emotional during that, and I just think it was like a really kind of moving chapter. I liked it, well, I didn't like it, but yeah, I just wanted to read it out because I feel like it um is part of I don't know, I just thought it was a good idea for the episode anyway. Um, one sec. Let me just Oh, and then right at the end I'm going to after after the uh chapter where she dies, I'm going to go to interesting facts and mistakes um from the Warriors wiki and about her and pretty much like all of the information I got was from the Warriors wiki. Um so yeah, just check that out if you want to. Um it's very helpful and I just thought I should uh give credit where credit's due. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. So the quote. Oh wait, this isn't a quote by her, but it's about it's about her from Alderheart after her death, and again from the Warriors wiki. She never lost she never lost courage or her sense of humor. She was a very special cat, and we'll both miss her. Not because we looked after her, but because she was our friend. So, Briarlight is a dark brown she-cat. The main thing that happened to her was when a giant tree trunk fell on her head. Or her back, her hind quarters were paralyzed, and she was unable to walk. After that, she still helped around the medicine cat's den. She did exercises every day to stay as healthy as she could. And Barley died from a bellyache sickness that spread through the clan. Unfortunately, she did not notify a medicine cat, and so she was not able to be treated in time. And this drives me crazy. Just some of my thoughts, right, real quick. I hate it when. Also, when Purdy dies, he's like, "Oh, I didn't want to." Uh. 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 Bother you, the medicine cats. Like, that's what the medicine cats' job is for. It's so that they can treat you when you're sick. It's not like they have too much work. It's their job to have the work to treat you when you're gonna sick, when you're sick and gonna die. Anyway, other random facts mostly about uh, her family. Her parents are Millie and Greystripe. Her siblings are Blossomfall and stripe You might not have known that, or you might have known but didn't connect the dots that since Greystripe is her dad, her half siblings are Feathertail and Stormfur. Her mentor was Thornclaw and she was 60 moons which is 5 years when she died. Um and yeah, now it's time to go to the sad part where um we uh we're going to go to the chapter summary when she dies. So it's not like a direct uh word for word uh like passage from the <clears throat> from the actual book because I feel like that would get into copyright territory and I don't want to get sued or whatever. So um this is just gonna be a summary from the warriors wiki again it's very helpful you should definitely go check it out okay without further ado here's a summary of barla's death he dips his head talking about otter he dips his head to the gray sheet cat and leaves the den at the nursery he checks on ivypool's kids and learns their names he assures that they are healthy and feeding. Co- he assures that they are healthy and feeding, and compliments that they're beautiful. Ivypool confides in Alderheart that she is upset about Dovewing leaving, but that her kids have helped her realize was important. Alderheart says that he's sure his her sister had her reasons, and the queen agrees that she and says that she can accept it. Ivypool hopes she'll see her sister again someday, and Alderheart hopes so as well. He turns to Cinderheart as she begs him not to wake her kids, because it's the only time she can rest. She affectionately strokes them, and Daisy says that they're strong young cats and will be apprenticed soon. Alderheart agrees and pads over to Briarlight. He discovers that she is ill and insists she be moved to the medicine to keep it from sp- from spreading. Briarlight tells him that she didn't want to be a bother, but he insists. Alderheart returns to find velvet drowsing, drowsing in her nest and jayfeather and fuzzball sorting herbs. He tells them about the she-cat falling ill, and Thornclaw and Poppy Frost soon bring her into the den. Velvet springs up and pulls together some ferns and moss ready to make another nest. She muses kindly that Briarlight can settle down here and questions if it's comfortable enough. The ill she-cat slinks into the nest, saying it's great, but that she's sorry to be giving everyone so much trouble. Fuzzball fetches Watermint, and Velvet tells him things before stripping off the leaves. She lays them in front of Briarlight, instructing the she-cat to chew them up small before swallowing. As the brown cat licks them up, Velvet stro- soothingly strokes her. Otterheart thinks that she is a great cat, caring for others, even though she is a kitty pet. Velvet looks up at him with a shy, friendly glance, with the medicine with which the medicine cat returns. The next morning, when they wake up, however, Briarlight's condition has worsened, and she is dying. She requests to say goodbye, and Alderheart goes to wake Velvet, shaking her urgently. The kitty pet wakes immediately, asking what's wrong. Alderheart explains that Briarlight is dying and asks to go find her a clan cat to fetch her kin. Velvet's eyes widen in horror, but she rises to her paws and slips out of the den. Alderheart follows her out of the den. Moments after, seeing all the warriors clustered around the gray she cat, as she passes on the news, Alderheart has Larksong go fetch Leafpool, as she should be here. He returns to the medicine den, where Millie, Graystripe, Blossomfall, and Bumblestripe are gathered around Briarlight. Graystripe murmurs that he can't believe this is happening, and Alderheart adds that her condition declined quite rapidly. He realizes that she hasn't been eating much and can't find the sickness well due to lack of movement. Leafpool arrives, and Twigpaw enters the den, and they say their goodbyes. Millie begs Briarlight not to leave, but she tells her mother that she'll be able to run and hunt again in StarClan. She closes her eyes and lets out a final breath, and Millie wails. Her mates and kids gather around her, and Alderhart leaves the den. He collapses in grief, and Jayfeather follows him. The blind blind Tom blames this on himself, knowing Briarlight must have caught the sickness when he delivered Ivypool's kits. However, Alderhart reminds him that a lot could have gone wrong in the kidding if he wasn't there. They cover each other, and Briarlight's body is brought out of the medicine den. Alderheart is sad, but feels lightened by the praise Jayfeather has given him. The cats of ThunderClan form a ragged circle around Briarlight to keep vigil for her. Prowl recounts the brown she-cat was always kind and helped her feel like she belonged. Millie and Graystripe step forward, saying that they're proud of their daughter, and she has the heart of a warrior. Blossomfall adds that she hopes that her kits share the same qualities as her sister. Uh, as the sky above the hollow lightens, Leafpool uses ritual words to send Barlight to StarClan. Millie and Greystripe Millie and Graystripe as elders then carry out her body for burial. Orderhart watches them thinking it must hurt so much because they're her parents as well. Wow. So yeah, that's basically what happened to Briar Light Um so yeah, that's the little biography and the <coughs> uh Story of her death, I know it's probably or it this probably wasn't like a super um lighthearted episode, but uh I wanted to please my listeners and so here you go. I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name again. it is you're welcome, sweet rose um and then finally, before we end off the episode, I'm going to go to the interesting facts and mistakes so wow to. In the episode on a happier note and not a note, so while originally have number one, while originally not having been said to only live a let me read that again, while originally having been said to only live a little while while longer after fading echoes was published, she had not died until at least eight years after the publication of the book, where she had her injury. Number two, Vicky, which I believe is one of the errands, revealed Briarlight was never intended to survive long. However, one of her cousins was paralyzed while she was drafting Briarlight's story. So Vicky decided to let Briarlight live and documented her recovery, strength, and spirit based upon her cousins. Number three. She has kitty pet blood through Millie and SkyClan blood through her grandmother, Willopelt. What? How is Willopelt related to SkyClan? Hmm, interesting. Hold on. Willopelt is... Hold on. Opening Willowpelt's wiki in a new tab. Um, Mother Swiftree's father, Adderfang? Oh, Adderfang is... Adderfang is a skyland, right? Or is that Swiftree's? You know, this is a really good question. I have no idea. Um. Okay, anyway. Um, number four. Brylite's injuries are permanent, and due to this, she can never have kids. No. Okay, that sucks for her. Well, that's not a mean. Uh, that was more like, aw, that, that was supposed to sound like, aw, that sucks for her. Like, sorry, Briarlight. <laughs> um, number five. Yes, number five. Millie g- neglected Blossomfall and Bumblestripe out of her desperation to care for Briarlight, but she still loves them and wishes that Briarlight hadn't been injured so she could spend more time with the three of her children. All right, cool. Oh, and something I love, um, is that. I love how uh, Briarlight and her two siblings, Bumble Stripe and Blossomfall, are all, uh, all their names start with Bs. I said that in my favorite parents episode about how Millie and Graystripe named their kids BBB. I just think it's funny. Um, number six. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Number six. She's the first born of her littermates. That's cool. Number seven. And the final one. Before her death, her lower spine was broken and she had inoperable rear legs. However, this was healed in Star Clan. That's nice gonna run stuff. Okay, now we're on to four mistakes um from the books. So Briarlight has mistakenly uh mentioned has has been mistakenly mentioned as a tom um in Eclipse page 234. Interesting. Um she has mistakenly been called Bri Brightheart and Briara. What? Um and then she was called Brightheart in the Forgotten Warrior page 117. And Briarra in the Fourth Apprentice, page fourteen. Interesting. Um, number three, the third mistake: she's mistakenly shown with yellow-green eyes. All right. And fourth, Briarlight is mistakenly shown in the allegiance of Spotfur's Rebellion, despite dying before the book takes place. Yeah, because I think Spotfur's Rebellion takes place during the uh, ooh, what's it called the Broken Code series, or sometime around there. Because I haven't I haven't read A Light in the Mist. But, like, I've been seeing, like, Spotfer has her own, uh, novella, I think now. I think that's a novella. And she has, like, a quiz on warriorcats.com. So I haven't read A Light in the Mist yet, but I assume she's gonna play some bigger part. Because she didn't play a super big part in the previous books in that series, unless I'm forgetting something. So I'm. T- I'm looking forward to that. Um, I might. I'll. I might do. Actually, I probably will. I'll do a book review on A Light in the Mist after I read that. Um so yeah, but yeah, it's just a random thing that I just thought of. But anyway, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say and it was nothing because there was nothing. Okay. Anyway, um if you if you haven't sent in a request for an episode, I would highly appreciate it. The link is in the previous episode. Um, in the description of that episode, I'll put it, I'll put it in this episode again, um, just for easy access. Uh, but yeah, please, please, please go, um, do that and send in a request because I cannot not, I cannot always come up with ideas for episodes. Um, and yeah, that's why I missed last week and there was like a week, uh, there was a time like around episode four or five where I missed that week. Um, and yeah, so it's sometimes just been a struggle to come up with an episode, idea. I feel like I'm just repeating myself So yeah, um, and then there is one more thing Uh, I'm on spring break currently So I might post a couple episodes during the week Uh, maybe like two this week Not guaranteed, but maybe So, uh, stick around for those Because those will be fun, I guess (laughs) Anyway, uh the yeah that's it that's gonna this is gonna be it for this episode um thanks for listening and see you in the next episode bye